0: This is a sort of Star Wars podcast. Welcome back to a sort of Star Wars podcast, (laughs) the podcast that's sort of about Star Wars and sort of about everything else. And here tonight, making me laugh and feel uncomfortable is Melody. Hello, Melody. (laughs) Hello. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Welcome to our new space.
0: Thank you. Our great space. Yes. We
1: have a wonderful space. (laughs)
0: It's a really great space.
1: It is. This is such a great space.
0: Yes. I feel like I want an HGTV show. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What a space.
1: Wow. Look at all this space. So this much. Great space. So it's a much a great space, space, space here. <laughs> you
0: know what's great about this space? It's great.
1: It's super great. Um, Seriously though, we are in a super great new
0: space. Mm-hmm. We got our basement done, redone. Woohoo! We just need some soundproofing. Yeah, Some square black pieces of foam. If you hear any
1: echoes, please don't tell Ryan because he's pretty worked up about it.
0: I'm going to have to work on editing this for hours to try and get all the echoiness out of it.
1: Oh, it's just proof of our great new space.
0: <laughs> it is a great space. <laughs> um, no, tonight we're going to talk about um, kind of a random topic, but something that um, me and you, I think... We had felt in our regular life that like we wanted to keep telling people about these movies and like try and share them with people. I thought you were going somewhere real serious with this. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just movies. <laughs> it's just movies. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like sometimes you see a movie and you find out that like nobody that you know has seen it mm-hmm. and you try and like share it with these people and then you're like never sure if they're actually going to watch it because every day you get 100 people telling you what you are sh- what you should watch on Netflix. Um, so like sometimes if you really like a movie and you think it applies to someone personally, you could like lend them the disc <laughs> and then like years later you're like... Have you ever done that? <laughs> years later you're like, hey Mike, have you watched that movie that we lent you? <laughs> I mean Mike, I mean, I w- we'll call him Mike. Yeah. We'll call him Michael Peachy. <laughs> No, but you know what I mean. Yeah, you get excited about movies and you want to share them with people. Yeah, and so we. But
1: aren't you always just like a little bit nervous that they're not going to like it as much as you? And then you've like talked it up, and they're like, "Oh, okay, this isn't really that great." It,
0: like, it could go bad for both people because if you watch it, someone's like, "Oh, you got you got to watch this movie. It's great. You know, it's really meant for you." And then they <laughs> watch, and then they watch, and they're like, "Oh, I hate this movie."
1: Why did that person what, think when, this was meant for me?
0: What am I supposed to tell them? <laughs> um. Okay yeah maybe that's what Mike did maybe Mike and Alyssa watched it and like oh
1: wow Mel and Ryan really think we're weird
0: so then they decided to just tell us that they never watched
1: it yeah that makes sense yeah that's really the only explanation for why they wouldn't have told us they watched it
0: pretty much so we picked two movies that we're going to talk about that uh, are amazing movies that you probably haven't seen Mm-hmm. That was like my original title for it. Um, yeah. I or, think you've
1: spent too much time analyzing a title for this episode. Well,
0: I want it to fit right. Yeah. <sighs> I had to take a drink of coffee.
1: You looked so cool while doing it. <laughs> that straw didn't make you look like an idiot at all.
0: I do apologize to the Earth, Mother Earth.
1: <laughs> for that straw? I'm using a plastic straw. I apologize to every sea turtle <laughs> who's going to have that stuck up their nose. I'll
0: burn it. Don't worry. I'll burn
1: it. <laughs> Then you can apologize to the butterflies.
0: And the ozone. Yeah. Um, how many layers are there to the ozone?
1: I don't know. Just
0: one? Just the ozone layer?
1: I have no clue.
0: Here's the thing about the ozone. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't have a clue about the ozone. <laughs> Let's say what these movies are that we're talking about. Okay. We're going to be talking about two movies. Mm-hmm. Away We Go mm-hmm. and Life Itself. Mm-hmm. Okay. So both of these would be both of these are movies that I think are really good, but didn't get the credit or the watches that they deserved. Yeah. Um,
1: Both of them didn't get the publicity or recognition that they should have.
0: Right. Exactly. Um, And both of these are, I would say, indie movies. Yeah. So probably. that in itself, yes, we understand that indie movies do not get as much publicity as blockbusters.
1: But I don't understand how indie movies. Like, I'm not really sure how that works. How can they have such big name actors and still be indie movies? Like, why do big name actors do indie movies? Do they just do it, like, because they're passionate about indie movies? Like, I don't really understand the point of that.
0: I think at some point, I mean, even big name ap- actors have bills to pay. So I think they just they're like oh yeah here's a job i can take this one here's a job i can take this one in between the huge ones i'd like to know like the one that we're talking about the budget was like 8 million okay and the other one was like 11 million yeah so both pretty low budgets yeah. like very low um i think the one was 8 million but um and how much of that is the cast like right well
1: cuz i was thinking like it's one thing to say that like if that's going to be the reason why is because they just need to pay a bill, pay their bills. But then, like, why does it seem like certain ones have like so many big name actors? Right. Like, one of the the life itself um has like a few, like maybe two big name actors. Um, but then um more than two. but away we'll get we that. yeah, away we go has like a ton, and so I'm like I I feel like. I don't. I mean, maybe they're not considered big meme actors. Maybe they're just ones that. But there's well known actors. Yes, well known sure. actors. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like I don't know. That doesn't really makes that logic doesn't really make sense to me because it's like how can they pay all of these people and they're all like they're all on board with it? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, know. I feel like they. I feel like all actors or whatever that are in indie movies. I feel like it's like a, almost like a charity work. You know, it's like. I think it gives the
0: actors a different, like a chance to do something different than they normally would do.
1: Right. And I think maybe they, like being in show business, they understand that like, okay, these kind of movies and stuff need to have people helping them because that's how like directors and stuff get to be big name directors because they, you know, do indie films that get recognized as really good works of art and, um, and then they grow from there. So I wonder sometimes if they like, not like it's like charity, but you know what I mean? Like. I don't know yeah anyway
0: um so let's first talk about oh i think what i was going to say earlier was like yes we know um that these are independent f- films and we we also know that you may have seen these movies <laughs> i just feel like most it is of the people,
1: possible that someone else has viewed these
0: <laughs> i just feel like anybody that i know has not seen life itself and i don't know that anybody i know has seen away we go like personally yeah i don't think no so. one i know so hopefully and the third thing i understand is that if you haven't seen either of these movies this might not be an episode to listen to um <laughs>
1: wow well, if you haven't seen either either of them stop right here go find them i don't know where well life itself is on amazon yeah Away we go! You have to buy a blockbuster. Fifteen years ago,
0: <laughs> yeah, ours had a blockbuster, a blockbuster I, sticker on the DVD case. I bought
1: that when the Columbia blockbuster was going out of business, <laughs> and they had bins out front. I remember finding that and being like, "Oh, it's got the guy from The Office in it. I mm. gotta get this!" Right.
0: Like, Let's start with "Away We Go." Yeah, because that's the older one. That's so I had I, "Away We Go"
1: with "Away, away we, we Go."
0: go. <laughs> um, so "Away We Go" it was made in two thousand nine, and I have the uh, synopsis here. I'm gonna read it quick. All right, okay. go for it. A couple who is expecting their first child travel around the U.S. in order to find a perfect place to start their family. Along the way, they have misadventures and find fresh connections with an assortment of relatives and old friends who just might help them discover home on their own terms for the first time. So basically, it's um, the main two people are John Krasinski and Maya Rudolph. Mm -hmm. They're a couple.
1: Jim from The Office and Maya Rudolph from SNL. SNL
0: yeah um and they are a couple they're about to have their first baby and they find out that they live close to their parents in an unknown city they live close to his parents his parents yeah but his parents are moving away so they're like they come to the realization that like we can move anywhere we want like we have no ties here both their jobs are mobile
1: they moved to that town Mm. because his parents lived there and because they were getting ready to have a baby like that's why they moved there for them so when his parents say that they're moving away they're kind of like okay i think that's when they're kind of like fed up with like well let's not like move somewhere for someone specifically but let's like find where we yeah. where we fit in
0: and we were talking about the cast earlier i mm-hmm. marked down some of the most notable casts in the movie i think we have john Kras- John krasinski my rudolph like i said his parents are jeff daniels and katherine o'hare
1: Jeff Daniels from Dumb, Dumb and Dumber. Dumber.
0: or 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> yes. And Catherine O'Hare is from Home Alone. Oh, yeah. And Schitt's Creek. Yes. Yeah. Um, more, <laughs> similar, more similar to realize. the Schitt's Creek role than to I, the. Yeah. <laughs> to the I didn't even
1: realize that was her
0: in Home Alone or in the movie in, in this movie. In, in a way we go when we watched it oh, really? last night.
1: I didn't really think about who that was. Yeah. That's weird.
0: And Maggie Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. and Jim Gaffigan are mm-hmm. in it as well.
1: And Mark Brandanowitz.
0: <laughs> yeah, whoever plays Mark Brandanowitz. I forget <laughs> his name. Um, but anyways.
1: I also think I recognized their college friend that they visit in Montreal.
0: Yeah, and and his wife, Munch, is yeah. his wife. She um she's in a bunch of stuff. She's okay. in Did she does she play the sister in Ever After? Oh, I don't know. Oh. Does she? Yeah. Is that the
1: same lady? Or oh. in um yeah i think so maybe
0: i don't know i can't i can, like, I can remember her now name. that
1: you say that i can kind of picture her in like a horse outfit <laughs> in it. Like, i was yeah. gonna say uh renaissance outfit
0: oh well they go to like a costume party and she's dressed as like okay. a horse but well. maybe maybe it's not maybe it's not the same person
1: oh maybe i'm picturing the end of the movie
0: i feel like i should just find this lady's name
1: that might be good
0: um do her a little bit of respect
1: besides just saying she wore a horse outfit
0: (laughs) and we don't even know if it's the same one so it's melanie linsky oh she was in sweet home alabama she's one that had the baby in the bar oh yeah yeah um let's see yeah it's funny
1: i would have never placed her there anyway yeah
0: yeah so a lot of like recognizable yeah like you recognize people from a lot of other stuff in this movie yeah um i did think it was interesting that john krasinski and my rudolph kind of play opposite of what they normally do i feel like i feel like john krasinski in the office is like kind of reserved kind of i mean he plays the yeah. pranks but he's also like he's not like in this one he's like super like confident and um i don't know i just felt like it was a little different whereas yeah. Maya rudolph is opposite of her normal wacky self on uh snl on this one she's very calm
1: yeah yeah i was making notes on trying to like figure out their personalities like he's i mean i guess it comes to quirky
0: quirky is the word
1: yeah it comes down mostly to like when i am trying to figure out the personalities i'm like thinking about what they want for their child and like for him he has like all these like goofy (laughs) like stereotypical expectations for being a dad and like and uh for what he like wants his child his daughter to like experience and he talks about like taking her canoeing and like um he wants to be the dad that she walks out on the back porch and he's um
0: what do you say he calls it cobbling cobbling but he means but he means whittling whittling. he keeps calling it cobbling (laughs)
1: um and just like different things like that he's like i don't know yeah like goofy and like has all these stereotypical expectations of like what a old timey dad um, should be and he's like trying to do that but then his job is like an overconfident like insurance futures salesman type of but he dresses in
0: like a plaid shirt and plaid shorts (laughs) and yeah it's just yeah funny
1: um whereas Maya Rudolph's um personality is like her character in this movie actually reminds me a lot of me, of myself. Um, I feel like she has um, sort of this um, past that she is trying to, like... I don't know. Like, she she really wants to... I feel like she has the same kind of expectations for their child as he does. But she... I feel like he just, like, does anything that he can to, like, try to... Um get to those expectations where she like wants to make sure she gets it right when mm-hmm. she does it. Like she is very like thoughtful and like thinking out how to do things for us. He's just like, yeah, let's just like go for it. And, and like, I want to do this and this and this. And she's just like, wants to get this like one thing, right. Um, like she just wants to make sure that, that their child is raised, um, well, um, loved. Yes.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, I think this is a very good movie for first-time parents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like um, because I think it. it, So basically, they go to like they're trying out different places across the country. So it's a it's a road trip type of movie, which we all love. And they stop at these places, and each place that they stop, each family they like stop and hang out with parents a little bit differently. Yeah, Way it's kind of like it's like extremes. Like yeah, I was place. gonna
1: say it's almost like a little too on the on the head. Like what's that called? On the nose. It's a little too on the nose. What like those different ways of parenting? I'm like, okay, yeah. like it's not quite practical yeah. or realistic to say that they're gonna run into these extremes at right. every single place. Like that the they one, go to. the
0: one friends. um like they totally like ignore their kids, and, like and they talk, talk bad, bad about, about their kids, and, yeah. and talk inappropriately in front of their kids. Yeah. Um. And then the next family they meet, um, they're very like they don't put their kids in strollers because they're they don't want to push them away, and yeah, they do family like bed, and they do way over. What is it continuum? They're a continuum family. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Yeah. So it's um. Like way very like different holistic yes. type of
1: yeah i don't know like crazy um, natural stuff
0: yeah so it but i think and it shows the th- them what kind of parents they want to be yeah by seeing all yes. these other ones um right i mean and there's there the, are good things about some of them yeah the next take. place
1: that they visit is like uh, their college friends who have like a bunch of adopted kids because they um can't conceive a child of their own or they they've conceived but they um they keep having miscarriages right um and so they kind of like yeah, they get to see like what good parenting is, but how you can still, um, like not have a perfect life, even if it seems like you're the perfect parent. Right. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of fun, funny to see like all those different, um, yeah, like you said, different ways of parenting and help them to like figure out. And they're doing the same thing with like where they want to live. Also, obviously, right. that's the point of them going on this trip. Um, which this movie is like always makes me want to just like travel. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I love.
0: There's something so like attractive about not being tied down.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Makes me wish that we would have traveled more when we had the chance. Um, but now that like there's two sides of it. I'm so happy we are where we are because we have family close. We have lots of friends close. Lots of help raising kids, babysitters, um, like village. We have a yes, village. <laughs> right. But there's also something that would be cool about going somewhere, starting fresh, making totally new friends. Right. Having like a quote found family. You right. Know? Right. Friends that you can rely on like family um, in a totally new area, new places to explore, new things to learn, stuff like that. Yeah. But we didn't do that.
1: Yeah. I, for me it doesn't really make me wish that we had traveled more i feel like this stage of our life is meant we're, we're meant to be where we are in this stage of our life like like you said we it it takes a village and we have our village like we are centered in our village yeah. and so i i don't i don't think it makes me want to go places now but it makes me excited for when our kids are at the age when we don't have to like I don't know if they're in, like, college or whatnot. Um, and at that point, hopefully we'll have, like, a little bit of time before grandchildren <laughs> where yeah. where we can, like, just spend traveling. Um, I know we won't be, like, retired yet or anything, but hopefully that'll be, like, a good um, life stage to do a lot of the traveling and stuff around like they did. I think that would be really cool to do.
0: Yeah. the If we do go traveling... The entire time we travel, we have to listen to...
1: I was going to say, I'm surprised we got this far without you mentioning. It was my very
0: first note, um, was the music. Yes. So the soundtrack is 95% Alexi Murdoch. Yeah. which, Which is a man's name. Yes. And I love this whole album. So this album that most of them come off of is called Time Without Consequence. Um, which I thought was interesting once we get to um, our next movie mm. but um, so it's called time without consequence and every song I love every song on it and anytime I hear the songs I think of it, I'm like it, like totally chills me out it makes me want to like um, travel and I just love the music
1: yeah it's so good
0: it puts me in a much better mood if I'm not in a good mood I can just listen to this music I need if I need to, go to sleep I can listen to it if I want to ride on my moped listen to it <laughs> i mean i don't listen with my headphones on my moped that's good because that's illegal
1: <laughs> uh, is it illegal yeah i guess it is uh, no, so. <laughs> um yeah i like the music too a lot. i like it a lot more now that um you put it in our movie from our trip which you haven't oh. posted yet you need to post that people keep asking me about it really yes it's on youtube Yes, but it just because it's on YouTube doesn't mean people see it there. You have okay. to actually share it to okay, Facebook.
0: I'll share. Um,
1: anyway, you put it as the first song on our video of our Wyoming trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so now every time I hear, it, even when I heard it in the movie, I was like, "Oh, this like reminds me of our trip."
0: Yeah. So. Uh, the this at some point maybe we will do um, movies that are made by their soundtrack.
1: Yeah, this would fit in with that so well.
0: Yes. Yeah. I would say probably at least 50% of why I like this movie so much is because yeah. of the soundtrack. At least 50%. Yeah.
1: The it just vibes so perfectly with the feel of the movie and right. the yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um let's see what else we got here. Um so I talked about how I think it's good for first-time parents to watch, but also think it's good for more experienced parents to watch as well because there is a lot of good um advice parenting that even older parents, experienced parents can take. Um are you
1: saying I should have taken something away from this movie?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No. If if the only thing you take away from this movie is listen to the soundtrack, that's good enough. (laughs) Um let's see I put something here a quote that I liked from the movie. Um because I said it's easy to get caught up in like everything else that's going on in life, but this when they get together Well, when they get together with this family from Montreal, Hmm. he says something. He says, um, a family, he said, the people in the house don't make the family. A family is created by all the good things you have in you. Love, wisdom, generosity, selflessness, patience. You have to be willing to make the family out of whatever you have, which meant a lot for them because they couldn't actually, they couldn't have a child, Mm -hmm. um, but they were able to adopt children. And I don't think it just means that. I think make a family out of whatever you have can be lots of different things, whether it's right. foster or adopting or friends or stuff like that, um, right. which I think is good advice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's that was a good...
0: I think there's I lots should... of moments like that. Like when they're on the trampoline at the end yeah. and they're talking about how they want to raise their daughter. Yeah. It just like... They're talking about how they want to raise their daughter before she's even born. They're talking about all the things they don't want to like... They want to let her be whatever weight she is because yeah they'll love her no matter what they want to talk about like if she wants to do whatever they'll let her and like i um, just trying to like love her the best way they can and it just makes i feel like it reminded me of like what we should be trying to do as parents um and not like n- not what we want but what they want
1: right um do you feel like we don't do that
0: i, f- <laughs> I feel like i feel like sometimes we we're trying to look out for our kids um but sometimes as parents we can be controlling
1: Mm. yeah that's true we can be a little too practically minded yeah like Like the kids a lot of times oh go ahead. when rylan wants to get crafts out 10 minutes before we leave for school
0: (laughs) right yeah yeah
1: even though the crafts are her passion like (laughs) why am i restricting her passion but we're leaving in 10 minutes to go to school
0: (laughs) right in our mind it's no there's no point getting the crafts out because we're leaving in 10 minutes right but And we're also thinking about even if I let her do the crafts for 10 minutes, she's still going to complain in 10 minutes that we can't do the crafts anymore and there'll be a mess on the table. (laughs) But if we could just let her do the crafts for 10 minutes and maybe somehow get her out the door without making her super upset, I don't know. (laughs) It's just like a lot of times at the end of the day, I think about things that I said or did during the day. I'm like, why did I do that that way? Right. And then watching certain parts of this movie, I'm like, I need to think about that while (laughs) I'm... If you could do
1: that, you'd be the perfect parent. So. I'm telling you,
0: I my I strive to be the dad in Bluey. That is my <laughs> ultimate goal. And I fall short that, so many that, times.
1: That's setting the bar pretty high. Yeah. That's, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I strive to be the mom in Bluey. She gets to lay on the couch with the fan blowing on her <laughs> while the dad takes the kids swimming. Yeah, the dad pretty much like does that. all the playing
0: with the kids, yeah. I feel like. Mom's yes. always like, going to field hockey or laying on the chair. Or.
1: Yeah, But the dad is also never working so I wonder if the whole show is recorded after the dad gets home from work. So they don't show what the mom is going through during the day. I don't think the show's
0: recorded at all.
1: <laughs> it's a live it's a live taping. It's actually a ra- reality show.
0: <laughs> what if that was true? That in other worlds it's animated oh that'd be wild
1: it'd be so wild
0: anyways anything else you want to talk about with this
1: movie i think we pretty much got everything
0: go watch it it's i don't know where you can watch it yeah you can borrow it from us yeah stop by um we'll burn it and send you a copy no that's illegal not if we give it to them right (laughs) it's only if we sell it oh maybe yeah either way you can borrow it. I'll go Facebook. I'll go Instagram live and just hold my phone in front of the TV like <laughs> we play it at our Perfect. house.
1: <laughs> Are you going to sing along to all the songs for us too? <laughs> yes. That'd be great.
0: Yes, I cool. can do that.
1: All right. Second okay. movie. On
0: to Life Itself, mm-hmm. which um, we talked about the cast of the last one. So let's jump right into the cast of Life Itself. Mm-hmm. Um, four main people that I know of that I thought of Oscar Isaac obvs <laughs> olivia <laughs> Wilde, okay
1: who, oscar oscar <laughs> oscar Wilde, oscar isaac is poe dameron from mm. star wars yeah olivia Wilde. yep is 13, 13 from house
0: yep antonio banderas
1: no explanation needed
0: <laughs> oh i thought you were saying no idea who what he's from <laughs> and boots um spy kids <laughs> What's your name is most abstract words. To learn? <laughs> Once upon a time in Mexico, um, and Mandy Patinkin. Do you know who that is? That is Oscar Isaac's dad.
1: His dad's Will, name is Will.
0: Mandy. Yes, his dad, the guy with the beard. Um, he. Oh, okay. I can. He picture was in him. Criminal Minds, but his yeah.
1: name is Mandy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay.
0: And. He is from P- Princess Bride. He is Indigo Montoya. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Someone killed his father. <laughs> I hope they're ready to die. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the cast. That's like some of the main characters. Some of the main characters. Um, Samuel L. Jackson has a cameo. Um, oh, yeah. I forget. But um, it reminds me of what you were saying, how do they get such big name actors into these types of movies? Cause this yeah. one I think had like a $12 million budget or something like that. Um, so pretty small.
1: How much did um, it make? Did you it, find that out? It oh. was
0: like the, the, I remember looking at like the national gross, the domestic gross was like 12 million. Like it didn't. Oh yeah. It wasn't a whole <laughs> That's lot.
1: That's crazy. That's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: So, um, this movie, the synopsis, as a young New York City couple goes from college, romance, to marriage, and in the birth of their first child, the unexpected twists of their journey create reverberations that echo over continents and through lifetimes. So we watched this movie first maybe a year ago. It's from 2018. It was before Cora was born.
1: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So a
0: little, I mean, we must have seen it shortly after it came out. Yeah. And I think if, like, we weren't-
1: Somebody recommended it to us. Really? I'm pretty sure.
0: I feel like it was one of those things where we watch a trailer and the trailer isn't Uh, at all like the movie. Yeah. The trailer looked like a romance type of thing.
1: Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. We thought about watching it and we're like, eh, nah. And then we ended up watching it like a while later.
0: And I think it just like struck us like imprinted on us or vice versa. Of like
1: so much.
0: It was it's an extremely emotional movie.
1: Like super uh, emotional. Right. Like beware if you are pregnant and i mean i know that that was part of it was the first time i watched this i was pregnant like fairly probably eight or nine months pregnant um but even still we just watched it a few days ago not pregnant (laughs) and still balled my eyes out and i am not a i'm not an easy movie crier um but this one my (laughs) throat felt like it was in knots the entire time yeah it's, it's pretty darn emotional.
0: So while I was looking into this movie, trying to find out some stuff, um, I found that we are in the minority here of people that like this movie. What? Yeah. Apparently this movie is one that like all the critics hated. Um, like it got, I like came upon all these like New York times reviews, um, uh, i I forget the ver no uh i forget i came across a lot of these places that gave it terrible reviews and so i'm like what in the world so i went into like the biggest two like review sites there's metacritic and rotten tomatoes okay um rotten tomatoes I don't know if
1: i want to hear this
0: (laughs) i just found it interesting okay Okay. rotten tomatoes gave it a 14 (laughs) percent um that's a critic rating so that's basically a 3.6 out, out of 10 14 <laughs> i think it's out of 100 wow um, where at, but listen the audience rating is 83 percent. yeah so that's that makes good. a lot more sense yeah um but the critics hated this movie they talked about how like it was just like like there was too many oh let me stop a minute there the director of this movie is the director of this is us
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
0: which kind of makes sense. Did your like, dad
1: know that when we... No, rec-
0: it's funny. because That's we're, weird. Yeah. We
1: recommended this movie to your parents the other day. Yep. And why did he even bring that up?
0: I think we were talking about... Oh, we were talking like, about flashbacks. There's lots of flashbacks yeah. and death. And I think that reminded him of This Is gotcha. Us. Like the timeline in this movie is all screwed up. But... There's so many flashbacks and you don't always know where you're at.
1: I watched... At least the first season of This Is Us, and I struggled with the flashbacks in that. Like that was a lot more frequently than life itself. I felt like at least, and I feel like that's part of what I enjoy about this because it's mm-hmm. almost like a puzzle.
0: It that, is very much like a puzzle. Like yeah. you're
1: piecing together, and it's like at the you know you get to certain points. It's not even you don't even have to wait till the very end. I mean, obviously, like the very end, there's obviously you're seeing the big picture, but. Even throughout you're like, oh you just, you like, like, yeah, that makes like, sense now. Like Yeah. Yeah,
0: they well, that's what people didn't like about it. There's like way too many misdirects and there was like they called it like uh basically it like was like it made you emotional. Well, too emotional um for no reason. Like it just was like I don't know, people didn't like it. I mean, I love it still. And that's, you love it. Yeah. Um Metacritic gave it a twenty one. So that's, out of 39 reviews, 30 were negative.
1: You know what this movie reminds me a lot of? That we just watched not that
0: long ago. What? Knives Out. Oh. But Knives Out got, like, praise from everybody in the world.
1: But that one also has a lot of Mr. X. Like, probably more than this one.
0: No. Yeah. This one has a... And, like, blatant, like... I mean, there's obviously going to be spoilers here. But, like, I mean, with all the...
1: We didn't give spoilers on the last one.
0: Okay, so we
1: won't give spoilers,
0: yeah. But there's just a lot of death in it, yeah, that like is like surprising, yeah. There's, but none of
1: it is like not actually happen. Well, I mean, at the very beginning, there's some that like doesn't actually happen,
0: right? But but you see why that is happening then, like, right, you're like confused why this random person got is like dying, and then right. you find out later why it happened that way, right? Um, and the reason when we talked about um, "Away We Go," how I said it was interesting that the soundtrack was um, Alexi Murdoch, um, "Time Without Consequence." Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The basically the soundtrack to this movie, or like the theme of this movie, mm-hmm. is Bob Dylan's album um, "Time Out of Mind." So both having to do with time. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, because of this movie we almost named Cora Dylan. Mhm. We were very close to doing that. Yeah. Um because I... for two reasons, because we I liked I don't know if you how, how you feel about Bob Dylan before this movie, but I liked Bob Dylan before this movie.
1: I was okay with him. Wasn't like a big fan.
0: Yeah. And and then this movie came out and we I think it was when this came out that we found out that Bob Dylan sang Yep. To make you, feel, to make my you love. feel my
1: love, which is one of my all time favorite songs, right. which I would say it has by, a lot of meaning for us. Yeah. It was yeah. covered by Garth Brooks right. and by Adele. Yeah. And I really like both of their versions. I mean, I like grew up loving Garth Brooks version because it was in Hope Floats, mm. which I loved. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then and and I also found out like I found this out several years ago now but when i found i think when i started liking bob dylan a lot more is when i found out that he also wrote wagon wheel Mm, right um which was is also one of my all-time favorite songs um but anyhow yeah when i found out that bob dylan after we watched this movie or during like when we were watching this movie for the first time and i found out that he wrote that song i was like oh man that's like dylan yeah Yeah. also
0: i forgot to mention that in a way we go since we're talking about Bob Dylan, when uh, my Rudolph's character is singing to that little girl to get oh, her to sleep, yeah. she's singing "Mr. Tambourine Man" yeah. by Bob Dylan yeah so it's
1: he, all connected. That's right.
0: It's all connected.
1: Yep. But and we almost picked Hope Floats for this episode. Right. As
0: have you guys seen Hope Floats? Let us know in a five star review. Yeah, we weren't sure if
1: it was. <laughs> we weren't sure if it was too popular of a movie when it came out. Yeah. So I I mean it was popular in our house. But I don't know if
0: it was popular in everyone else's house.
1: So let us know.
0: Um, When we talked about away we go, we talked, I'd said about how it made me want to be a better parent or like gave me advice. This movie is one of those like as soon as it's over, you want to go grab your kids and hold them. Yes. And give them all your love. Yes. Um, Partially because of all the tragedy in this movie. Like, yes, it's a lot to happen to this certain group of people. But I don't think it's, like, totally out of control. Like, I feel like they could it's happen not com- in real life.
1: Yeah, it's not completely unrealistic. It's, yeah. like, it's on the verge of yeah. being completely unrealistic. But I'm sure that somebody has gone through yes. that, if not worse. Yeah. Um, and I also like that the entire theme of the movie is not about that tragedy. It's about leaving a legacy that is greater than that tragedy
0: despite your tragedies right you can make a good life for yourself
1: right you can leave a better legacy yeah and i think that's i mean our last episode that you and i did where we talked about like how we want to be remembered Mm -hmm. and i talked about like basically my legacy like i want to be remembered as that like blip in the family lineage that like changed things you know for the better and um this movie is like all about that Yeah, at the end they
0: do talk a lot about like family lineage. Right.
1: Yeah. It's definitely like one of those movies that makes you see how good you have it and just makes you want to go like soak it up and enjoy it while you can because it's like what do we have to why would we not be doing that? If you after you watch this movie, you're like, Why am I
0: not soaking up right this moment right now with my kids? It's Reminds me, again, like many of these movies do, of like About Time.
1: Mm, yeah. The end
0: of About Time when he talks about living each day like it was not his last day with them, but like just giving everyday meaning with his kids. Yeah. Um, but um, so one of the like th- themes of this movie is um, an unreliable narrator. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to figure that out because it was hard for me to get my mind around. But basically, she talks about um, the person telling a story isn't telling a story while it's happening. So it's all like secondhand almost. So anybody who ever told a story is unreliable because they're retelling a story from their own perspective. um, Where there could be another person who saw the same events take place. And they could tell a totally different story because they're mm-hmm. seeing it from a different perspective. And so like anybody, anytime you hear a story, the facts are unreliable because it's coming from that person who is biased, right? basically. And then... They have perspective. Right. Yeah. And then they're talking about how life itself, there's a the title, is an unreliable narrator because it, all of it's misdirects and everything it's like that. It's
1: constantly changing. Yeah. Right. When you think life is going one direction, it changes and it goes a different. Right. Um,
0: um, which I guess in the end, the movie is supposed to be like life. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to be an
1: unreliable narrator. That's why right. there's so many misdirects and and puzzle pieces to this right. big picture.
0: Like at one point, they show like hit like the relationship. Like he is a very um, well, I don't know. I forget how she describes it, but like he like loves so strong. Like he's mm, very yeah. almost stalkerish. Um, to this is uh, Oscar Isaac's character and like they show everything at the beginning of the movie from his perspective and they're having a great morning and he's joking around with her and they're being silly and like, you know, she wants him to listen to Bob Dylan. He's like, oh, Bob Dylan's so whiny. I can't listen to him. And they're like having fun. And later in the movie, they show from her per- or he's ret- retelling the story and he's like, how do I know that she didn't see it this way? Right. And, like every time he's joking, she's like, no, be serious. Like, I want you to listen to this. And like, he's like trying to like be, Cute with her, but she's not liking it, and like yeah. I thought that was really interesting to see the same situation from two possible different perspectives. And be right. like, how many times in my life am I think I'm being like cute or funny with you mm-hmm. when really in your head you're like, come on, like be serious for a mm-hmm. second.
1: I don't think that they were necessarily showing her perspective there. Right. He I was think just saying it could have been. They were way. showing his his kind of mental instability by taking basically like the best case scenario of what he thought could have happened versus the worst case scenario of what he thought could have happened. Um, not necessarily like, yeah. I mean, he says, how do I know she wasn't thinking it this way, but I don't think that they were necessarily showing it from her perspective. Yeah. Uh, I even, yeah, I was, I feel like it was probably more accurate to the first telling of that story than the second one because of the state of mind that he was in. I think,
0: I think this but. movie is also very interesting. Like I said, it would be it's good for parents. Remind them to love their kids. Mm-hmm. I think it's also it would be interesting for anybody who studies human emotion. Oh psychology, yeah. yes. psychiatry, whatever that is. For sure. Because there's a lot of like mental health things going on. Um there's a lot of it's, emotionally like people can't figure out how to handle their emotions. Right. Um so. it's
1: it's a lot of um like seeing how certain things pass down through and how those things affect, yeah, or how you. trauma can affect, people. right? Right, exactly, yeah, exactly,
0: yeah. But love conquers all, yeah. So, I would say it kind of has like a um, almost like a it had like a love actually feeling in the end to me. It's mm-hmm. like these stories are connected at the beginning, yeah.
1: The first time we watched it, I did not know what happened halfway yeah. through when yeah. I was like, wait a minute, I feel like we should this give is like a. a- a completely different <laughs> story now and right. they're not even like flashing back to the other one. Like, or I didn't realize that they were um, yeah. at the time, but second time through, I picked up a lot more things mm-hmm. um, than the first time through.
0: But so when you're watching it halfway through the movie, it totally changes storylines. Yeah. But keep watching. it All comes together in the end. That's right. That's I don't I mean. understand it's like it's like how
1: critics couldn't have liked this movie. This is like, is such a recipe for like the best movies. Like,
0: Do you want me to read one of their reviews?
1: Kind of, but
0: not really. (laughs) Um, We hear this one. Yeah, but the audience rating, even on Google, 360 ratings, 4.7 stars. Good. Bad things happen to everyone in this movie, but the real tragedy strikes when you buy a ticket. (laughs) That was Rolling Stone. (laughs) Life itself. We have now seen the worst movie of 2018. How do you rate a cinematic black hole that doesn't deserve a single star? What? You simply give it five eye rolls.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, it is... Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe like I said, we just saw the movie at the right time and we imprinted on it. Um, <laughs> Along uh, with if, the rest of Jacob society. If Jacob can re- imprint <laughs> on Renesme and her weird digitally altered face... <laughs> <laughs> and we can imprint on this movie but yeah not a lot of love for this movie in the critical realm but the audience. I don't understand is like
1: how it. the critics could be unanimous on that but the actual audience yeah. along with us I don't understand movie critics yeah. and why people even validate their well, thoughts that's,
0: yeah that's the thing like you can't it's we come like, we come into this with Star Wars so often. A new Star yeah, Wars comes out yeah. and people are like, Oh, it's the worst Star Wars ever. This thing is so terrible. Don't go to see it. They ruined Star Wars, you know, all this stuff. But yeah. like me, I want to form my own opinion about right. it. So like a lot of times, like I don't even read the reviews. So I was so surprised to see this, but like it made me think for a second, I'm like, Wait, should I hate this movie? <sighs> I'm like, No, I like this movie. I like yeah. this movie a lot. Yeah. So I'm not even gonna like worry about what Ebert says about it. Right. Who is he? Does anybody does, know? <laughs>
1: does anybody actually like take their thoughts to? Well, to heart? If people, like
0: if we say to somebody, "Hey, you should watch Life Itself," and the person's like, "Oh, Google Life Itself." Oh, it got three point nine out of ten. You know, got fourteen percent. Got yeah. a twenty-one. Even IMDb was like six out of ten. So, like, wow, well, I'm not wasting my time on this.
1: I don't know. I feel like it's such a. It's not like a product review. You know what I mean. It's such like a personal. It's like saying it's like reviewing food. I feel like right, which people do. Yes, I know, but (laughs) I also think that's stupid because it's like, well, if you don't like tomatoes and I like tomatoes, right, you could say that sandwich tastes absolutely terrible, and I can say it tastes amazing just because I like tomatoes and you don't. My taste buds are different than yours, right? Like that doesn't give your review of that thing any more validity than mine because
0: grading art or music,
1: right. I just think that's silly when we do that as a society when we take like it's different if it's an actual product that is like broken or cheap like this is your personal preference of this thing yeah
0: Uh, but if you like this movie your opinion is wrong (laughs) (laughs) no I'm just kidding I love this movie you love this movie I love it so we're recommending it yeah in the end it comes together and you kind of like breathe like big sigh of relief yeah when you finally see how it ends yeah. it comes together really well it's so and funny within
1: like the first five minutes of us watching this movie this time i was like oh yeah i forgot i need a hanky to watch this movie <laughs> like i need a, yeah. a handkerchief it's almost as emotional as a box Curious of tissues <laughs> <laughs> you have got to be i mean i know i just went through this whole spiel about how you can't base other people. You can't tell other people how to feel about things, but I'm telling you how to feel about <laughs> things <laughs> because I don't understand how you did not shed a tear, a single tear at this movie during this movie. It's or not during... real.
0: <laughs> Paul Walker died <laughs> in real life and they finished the movie.
1: We just got done saying this story probably happened to someone. Right. So why don't you think about that?
0: I don't know i don't know i got i got a, my throat hurt
1: yeah but you didn't shed a tear like you did during i didn't
0: cry in furious 7 uh-huh. i just got close yeah closer
1: than you did during this one
0: paul walker died in real life
1: i get that <laughs> Anyway,
0: so um yes go watch life itself um go listen to bob dylan's album time out of mind Go listen
1: to Alexi Murdoch.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, always listen to Alexi Murdoch. Yeah.
1: Listen to that in the background while you're listening to Bob and Dylan.
0: <laughs> yes. Maybe layer the tracks over top of each other. Yeah. Pull on an Anna Ooh, Kendrick.
1: We should do that. I bet they like line up in some crazy way.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's yes. do it. Um, and uh, I think that's all we have to say about those movies.
1: Yeah. Go hug your kids.
0: Yeah. Hug your kids. Hug your kids. Hug your wife.
1: <laughs> I, uh... I snuggled with our kids in bed the other day the other night or whatever we're going to bed i'm I feel like most of the time when they ask me to do that i'm like eh go to sleep <laughs> right but i snuggled with denver and this is the problem with having four kids <laughs> is that then when you snuggle with one of them for 10 minutes then the next one is like climb up in my second bunk of the bunk bed <laughs> right. and snuggle with me up here and then your heart breaks for the three-year-old who is in the other room and didn't get to ask you, but probably wants you to snuggle with them. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, the fourth is in a crib, so I have an excuse to not.
0: Get you could have <laughs> pulled her out. and held her. Sometimes I still pull Rylan out of bed and hold her yeah, and rock her. She's too big for me to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I just but. rock her back and forth, Aww. back and forth. Even when she's old and living in her own house, I'm gonna drive over with my ladder, <laughs> Sneak climb into her and- room while she's sleeping,
1: pick up that great big girl, <laughs> and rock her. Oh,
0: what a creepy story! I see why he flushed her watch down the toilet. I'm such a creeper. Um. Yeah. Anyways, so I think those are two movies that did not get the praise they deserve. Well, they didn't get the watches. Did in this house. Yes. We love them. Um, if you need a copy of Away We Go, let me know your address and a five-star review. And <laughs> I'll send it to you. You're really really
1: gunning for those five-star reviews, aren't you?
0: <laughs> I think it's just a great media of communication. Yeah. <laughs> between the listener and if the creator. If you have any
1: questions whatsoever, <laughs> just leave them in a 5-star review. If you already review. left a
0: review, just create a new Apple ID, <laughs> leave a new question in a 5-star yeah, review. Like you
1: get paid every time they leave
0: a 5-star review. Well, they help to get your podcast in front of people. The mm-hmm. more good reviews you have, the more likely they are to show up in uh, like when people are browsing for podcasts. So, mm-hmm. it's Interesting. Apple's algorithm gotcha algorithm i know about that okay let's do uh the star wars random fact of the podcast okay we would be honored if you would join us but i was going into tashi station to pick up some power converters as you wish okay so we're talking about movies that were not liked very well didn't make a whole lot of money um didn't have a whole lot of money so i thought what better movie than to talk about the star wars i knew hope Mm -hmm. because when it came out it was going to be a huge flop okay it opened in 1977 in 35 theaters across the country oh wow I mean across the world but across the country as well which is not very many theaters but by the end that was in May by the May 25th by the end of the summer it was in almost 1100 theaters so which at that point I don't know how many theaters are now but at that point that was completely absurd
1: that's awesome that was unlike any
0: other movie and it stayed in one theater for 76 weeks wow that's like a year and four months it was in theaters but this was in Portland so I mean you know how they do things in Portland
1: they didn't have anything else to watch
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so I thought that was pretty pretty cool yeah how a movie people were like well you should go see Star Wars just like hey you should go see Life Itself and then it blows up get that audience score up
1: I bet the critics gave that one bad reviews, too.
0: I don't think they did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody did. Ever.
1: I might have. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't see that. Was that New York Times or...
1: <laughs> the um, droid feet burning wasn't quite as realistic as it could have been. I have that, no that idea if that's in hope. this that one wasn't or new not. That was new hope.
0: That was Return of the Jedi. Um. And uh, that is your random Star Wars Fact of the Podcast.
1: The Force will be with you
0: always. Let's give a quick shout out to our patrons. Mm, the coolest yes. people in the galaxy. Yes, they are. We have Tim Smith. Woo! <laughs> You're supposed to say woo after <laughs> each one. We have Tim Smith. Woohoo! Valerie Winners. Yeah. Dan Bendit. Yeah. Aaron Lehman. Woo! Mats Feruli. What, what? Ali Heron. Oh yeah. Tyler Gaiman. Yeah. Casey Winners. What? <laughs>
1: I'm repeating myself now.
0: <laughs> Come up with something, some new material. Okay. You hear me repeating myself? <laughs> Casey Winners. <laughs> Jamie Ratcliffe. Woo. And Melissa Schlosser. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for your support. Really appreciate it.
1: We really do, despite my yeah. lack of hype noises. Yeah,
0: You could be donating to any charity of your choice, but instead you're giving your money to this podcast.
1: <laughs> wow. You really sell it.
0: <laughs> you could also be buying cigarettes and alcohol, but instead you're supporting this podcast. That's true. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, check out uh, our other Rye Media shows as well. Mm, yes, like what? Like Granny Shifton, mm-hmm. the Fast and Furious podcast. We are so close to being done with the first movie. We're like a minute 94 or something like that. Okay. there's was like 100 minutes in the first movie. So, you should listen to that. I do. It's every Tuesday and Saturday.
1: It's really good. It is I'm really good. I'm not into cars and I'm really not into Fast and Furious, but just to listen to Ryan and Jason's banter is... It just makes my day whenever yeah. I'm listening to it. Plus, they give me a lot more credit than I deserve when it comes to guns
0: <laughs> for some Jason reason. Jason has some idea that you know everything about guns.
1: Yeah. So anyway, I appreciate listening to it because it builds my ego.
0: <laughs> um, and uh, Dad Reads Books. Yes. Where I read kids books.
1: That one's great.
0: Yeah. We're getting close to 100,000 downloads. Getting That's close. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's awesome. And our newest show, Silver Screen and Television Dreams, hosted by Guacamole.
1: What? What? New
0: episodes out every other week. And she discusses, her and a guest discuss anything and everything Hollywood.
1: It's really good also. Yeah. I've listened to the first three episodes the other day when I was painting, touching up painting here in our basement, and it was really good. Like,
0: yeah. Which was your favorite episode?
1: Um, Probably the How I Met Your Mother <laughs> wrong 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 <laughs> just I, was,
0: I was a guest host of one of them yeah it was good they were all good. good
1: she does a great job of like staying on top on the topic of what the episode is about but also like entertaining a lot of um, just like conver- natural conversation yeah I think she's a fabulous interviewer mm-hmm. host person. agreed yeah agreed. she's awesome so go listen to those
0: be safe be courteous Bye. Bye.
1: See you later, alligator.